This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Good evening to you. We get off to a wet start today. Round two on the way. So if you have big plans this weekend, a lot of us do. You may want to bring your umbrella or your rain gear. Let's take a live look outside. We're getting a break right now, but the next wave of rain is on its way. It could put a damper on some big events, including the Chinese New Year Parade and the San Francisco Half Marathon, which I was not going to run. Yeah, you're getting choked up about it, just yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. We do have more rain on the way as we head into the weekend. On top of the rain that we picked up late last night and for much of today, there's some lingering mist and drizzle. We're still going to have some fog out there. Rainfall amounts range from over an inch in the higher elevations of the North Bay and the Santa Cruz Mountains to about 10% of that amount in the Santa Clara Valley. San Jose did pick up more than a tenth of an inch of rain, and every little bit does help, and we're still trying to gradually erode those drought conditions that persist across well, not just the Bay Area, all of California. More rain on on the way tomorrow. We start the day mostly dry, just some patches of mist and drizzle. Once the showers develop, even north of the Golden Gate, where the showers usually move in faster, it's going to be lower than a 50-50 chance of rain through early to mid-afternoon, but then the showers become more widespread and heavier, and that's going to be the case not just for the North Bay, the entire Bay Area. That's why we're talking about a rather wet a Chinese New Year parade from San Francisco downtown into Chinatown. Doesn't mean it's going to rain for the whole parade, but definitely bring the rain gear. We'll check out the hour-by-hour -hour forecast in just a few minutes in San Jose is going to get into the action as well before the rain gradually tapers off to often on showers the rest of Saturday night, but it's going to linger into Sunday. We'll take a look at Futurecast through the whole weekend coming up in just a few minutes. Yeah, we'll need to look at that. Thank you so much. All right, after a three-week trial, tech billionaire Elon Musk now off the hook from his securities fraud trial. Musk made a surprise appearance during today's closing arguments. Investors wanted Musk held responsible for their losses following his 2018 tweets about securing the funding to take Tesla private. That never happened. The jury concluded Musk might have meant what he said at the time. So there was enough there, I think, for that for a jury to sort of think like, you know, maybe, maybe he did intend to do it when he sent that tweet and wasn't lying at the time. Um, I mean, that's the that's the crux of it. What was his intention? Right? What's his intention at the time he did it? So a judge had already ruled that the tweets were technically false and misleading. Had the verdict gone the other way, Musk could have been ordered to pay billions of dollars in damage. So his reaction to the unanimous verdict came swiftly on Twitter, saying, thank goodness, the wisdom of the people has prevailed. The congregation of a Jewish synagogue in San Francisco still on edge after a man walked in and began firing a gun. The FBI put out these images of the suspect, and they are still searching for him tonight. Our Kelsey Thorat heard from members of that synagogue about this terrifying encounter. The congregation here at the Schneerson Center off Balboa Street is still shaken after they say a man came into their synagogue on Wednesday night and fired several rounds of what they believed to be blank cartridges. Now, no one was injured, but we spoke with the junior rabbi who said he believes that this was a targeted attack. Don't take a gun. Make sure to have bullets that are blanks go to a Russian-speaking synagogue during a celebration slash weekly class on Wednesdays that happens and, and shoot it up and then say something about Mossad just by coincidence. Junior Rabbi Alan Honokov says he's still trying to wrap his head around why a man walked into his synagogue Wednesday night and fired multiple blank rounds over the heads of about a dozen mostly elderly congregants. Or maybe he thought that it's not a crime if no one gets physically hurt. And it's okay to just scare people and he would just get away with it. And then even if he gets caught, like nothing happens because he didn't actually kill anyone. I, I, I'm not sure. The attack happened at the Schneerson Center, a synagogue predominantly attended by people of Russian descent. 
The junior rabbi shared this surveillance video of the attack with us. In it, you see a man walk into the synagogue, briefly speak to the people inside, then pull out a gun. And he starts shooting in the air everywhere and, and saying, you know, about, talking about the Mossad and, and this and that and, and craziness. And then he seems to wave and leave. The Mossad is Israel's national intelligence agency. The junior rabbi says the suspect spoke in Russian and that the congregants didn't react to the gunfire because they didn't initially perceive him as a threat. This person was seen as a friendly person, as a person who is probably just a Russian Jew who walked in off the street. Thankfully, no one was hurt during the attack, but now the reality of what happened has sunk in. Many who frequent the synagogue told us they contemplated whether or not to come back. I struggled at home for about 15 minutes wondering if I was going to come or not, which kills me because, you know, I really do my best to stay on my community. But I'm sitting there and thinking about whether or not I want to put myself in the line of fire to worship in my congregation. Yeah, I get a, I get, I get a stone in my throat. The junior rabbi says the synagogue will have police stationed outside the building throughout the weekend and plans to upgrade its permanent security measures moving forward. He hopes that will help to make people feel safe again. We're, we're taking precautions, but we're not going to stop. We're not going to be intimidated by this person. Now, SFPD has not made any arrests in this case, but they say they do believe that the suspect who attacked this synagogue is the same person that pulled out a gun at a nearby theater the night before. Now, they are asking anyone with any information to call SFPD. San Jose police need help finding a missing Indian statue stolen from Guadalupe Park. They say thieves removed the huge bronze-colored landmark from its base. The Indian community is upset by its disappearance. They want it returned. Now, the statue represents a military leader considered a national hero in India. In San Francisco, the Presidio is getting $200 million from Washington. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi made the announcement today alongside Presidio trust officials and community leaders. Pelosi's office says the money will go toward maintenance at the park and making sure it remains free and open to the public for years to come. We consider this a San Francisco treasure, even though it is a national park. Because Phil said we have to take our national parks where the people are. Pelosi's office says this is one of the largest single federal investments in the Presidio Trust since its establishment. Some relief on the way for PG&E customers with high utility bills. All of us, the State Public Utilities Commission, voted to roll out springtime credits early this year. The credits, which are typically about $90, are usually given out in April, but some customers may see them as soon as this month. PG&E bills have gone up an average of $79 since November. The utility blames the increase on high natural gas prices, among other things. Girls flag football is officially a high school sport in California. The CIF Council unanimously approved the proposal this afternoon. They'll play ball this fall. So this comes amid a surge in popularity of recreational girls flag football. The California Interscholastic Federation said the goal is to get more girls involved in high school sports. Data shows that in the decade leading up to 2018, the number of girls playing flag football in U.S. high schools doubled to 11,000. However, only five other states recognize it as an official high school sport. Alabama, Alaska, Florida, Georgia, and Nevada. And schools will receive help from NFL organizations. The 49ers, Chargers, and Rams, they've all pledged to assist with startups.
costs. An unopened first generation iPhone is up for auction. Bidding for the Apple Relic starts at $2,500, but it's estimated to sell for a whopping $50,000. When the iPhone was first released in 2007, it had a three and a half inch screen, only up to eight gigabytes of storage. The phone is still in its original packaging. The auction ends February 19th. I think I'll pass on that, but thanks anyway. And thanks so much for watching the news continues streaming on CBS News Bay Area. We'll see you back here at 11. Have a wonderful weekend.